2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. With Alex Trebek this morning.
1: Yeah, so very sad. We heard over the weekend he lost his battle with pancreatic cancer yesterday. He was at home in Los Angeles, surrounded by family and friends at 80 years old. So... It was just in March last year that he had been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer, but continued to host Jeopardy as he fought the disease. I mean, his last day of shooting was October 29th, just over a week ago.
2: So when will we see the the, because those will still air for a while, right?
1: Yeah. His final episode is going to air on Christmas Day. So that's pretty good timing, right? The show is, quote, not announcing plans for a new host at this time. He has been hosting Jeopardy! since 1984. Wow. He won seven daytime Emmys from 34 nominations and also a Peabody Award. He also holds the Guinness World Record for most game show episodes hosted. Hmm. It's sad, but weirdly appropriate that Alex and Sean Connery died just a week apart.
2: Do you remember their
1: Saturday Night Live connection? Totally. Totally. Multiple Celebrity Jeopardy skits Will Ferrell's Alex Trebek Would find himself trying to rein in An antagonistic Sean Connery Played by Daryl Hammond
2: I gotta play a clip of that Let's just move on to the category For Double Jeopardy Catch these men Every answer is a person on the FBI's Most Wanted list So let's just forget that category (laughs) I'm not pretty sure that that would not Turn out well I turned out your mother last night. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. It's a prison term. It means I've got her working as a prostitute and my employ. My mother is infirm. She uses a walker. She is a walker. A street walker. <laughs> Tom Hanks, would you just pick a category? And he has his hand caught in a pickle jar. <laughs> we can't keep playing if you don't let go of the pickle. That's what your mother said last night. <laughs> yeah. Aww.
1: So, silly. Well, Alex yeah. always loved those skits, but he thought Eugene Levy did a better impersonation of him on SCTV.
2: Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. Alex, did you
0: guys watch Jeopardy! growing up? Yes. Was it on at your house?
2: Yes. Yeah. I remember... Him hosting another show during the daytime called Classic Concentration with the yes guys, with these drawings and they would take oh, time yeah. off and you'd have to guess what the drawing was. It was always like a tough phrase. Right. Yeah. It
0: was like Donkey
1: plus
0: yes. something, yeah. something,
1: something, something.
2: I kind but of he remember hosted that. that one too.
1: Yeah. And To Tell the Truth and The Wizard of Odds, High Rollers. And high reach, Rollers. <laughs> yep. And Reach I for the Top that. was his first gig in 1966. Oh, my goodness. So he also appeared as himself on other shows, including Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, The Simpsons, Cheers, Golden Girls, and Orange Is the New Black. Wow. So about a year ago, he said he was not afraid of dying. He said, I've had one hell of a good life, and I've enjoyed it. The thought of passing on does frighten me. Hey, folks, it comes with the territory.
2: Yeah, you sure did. Yeah. And, and uh, look, you know, I'd be happy if I can make it to 80. Yeah. Preferably a quality of life on the way. hmm Meanwhile, Al Roker announced Friday that he is battling prostate cancer. And on Saturday, he thanked his fans for their support. In fact, on an Instagram video, he said, Oh my gosh, is this not a glorious day or what? Uh, But he talks about how it reminds him that he needs to thank each and every one of us out there for prayer, support, well wishes. And with any luck next week, he'll be having prostate cancer surgery, and he says he's going to tell prostate cancer to borrow a phrase, you're fired.
3: After a routine uh, checkup in September, turns out I have prostate cancer. And it's uh, a good news, bad news kind of thing. And good news is we caught it early. Not great news is that it's a little aggressive. So I'm going to be taking some time off to take care of this. It's a little more common than than people, I think, realize. And so uh, I just decided that I wanted to go public with this because one in nine men are going to be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime. But for African-American men, that number is one in seven and is more deadly so if you detect it early this is a really treatable disease and it's why i wanted to take you along my journey uh, so we can all learn together how to educate and protect the men in our lives
2: yeah and al they saying that uh, they did catch his early although it is a little aggressive as he characterized it hopes to be back on the show in about two weeks al is 66 years old <laughs>
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: It looks like Philadelphia really
2: came through for Biden. <laughs> really. He's so thankful he's making his Secretary of State the Philly Fanatic. It appears trump might lose he can just hang out play golf and tweet he's going to be the only guy in history whose life stayed exactly the same before during and after his presidency i just want to point out how crazy it is that it's already saturday and the only candidate who's conceded is kanye west it is never a good sign when kanye accepts reality faster than you do Oregon, how about this? Oregon decriminalized coke, meth, ecstasy, and heroin. And experts say this is a major win for Charlie Sheen's cargo shorts. They have to change their tourism slogan to Oregon. Come for the heroin, coke, meth, and mushrooms, and stay because you're unresponsive. All right, 641, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, Sunny Skies today. We'll see you higher on 78. Right now, 57 at Q102.
1: So Kelly Clarkson is in a big legal battle with her um, father-in-law, soon-to-be ex-father-in-law. She, of course, is in the middle of a divorce from her husband, Brandon Blackstock, and his dad is a guy named Narvel Blackstock. And Kelly started working with Narvel's Starstruck Management Group back in 2007, and that's how she met Brandon in the first place. Wasn't Hmm. uh,
2: Reba married to him, Narvel? Mm -hmm. Oh, Reba Mm McIntyre was married? For a while. I don't don't think they're there anymore. For
1: a long time, and then they got divorced.
2: Yep. Mm.
1: So it looks like both relationships have soured. Starstruck claims Kelly owes them $1.4 million in unpaid commissions, and they're suing her for it. So now Kelly has countersued, saying that Starstruck violated California labor law by, quote, procuring, offering, promising, or attempting to procure. procure." That's a hard word. (laughs) Can you guys say it?
2: Procurement. Procure, Procurement. Procurement. <laughs> it's procure,
1: it's right. attempting to procure employment or engagements for her without a talent agency license, <laughs> so she doesn't owe them squat. Well, she don't want to give it to them. I, I don't blame her. I don't oh. No, no. no. <laughs> I have a feeling that she hasn't revealed like the details of. The split
2: and why You have a feeling it's going to be
1: the nanny. I have a I have a feeling he did something that most women would be angry about. I just have a gut feeling
2: because so, Kelly Clarkson does not strike me as the vindictive type. So if this is an instance where she's feeling a little vindictive, I imagine something. Yeah, is causing because her
1: eventually to- she knows that if she gives the money to dad. Eventually, her ex husband's going to get her money.
2: Hmm. <laughs> that will not stand, That's Dan.
1: Not going to happen. No. Yeah.
0: I just remember when we talked to Kelly Clarkson during the COVID, and she had packed her entire family up, and they were living like on in the, the ranch. Yeah, and they were like living on the ranch, and they were doing all this r- like rehabbing to their house, and she was still doing her show. It just seemed like a happy family on retreat. Yes, and yeah. it seemed really genuine. When she was talking to us about it and telling us that just her and her husband and the nanny and the ranchers she were there. She did
1: reference the nanny. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, maybe if it wasn't the nanny, it was one of the ranchers.
0: Oh, it might have been a rancher. Hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe he started dating a rancher.
2: Yep. I don't know. I may have to go back and analyze the audio. We'll see. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, also this morning, Johnny Depp. More bad news for Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has been forced out of the third Fantastic Beasts movie. Mm. Yeah, last week, you may recall, Johnny lost his libel suit against a British tabloid for calling him a wife-beater. The judge ruled that the accusations of abuse by his ex-wife, Amber Heard, were substantially true. Well, that was enough for the studio. Johnny issued a statement saying, quote, I wish to let you know that I've been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request.
1: He was so good and creepy in that one, too. Yeah, he does creepy characters.
0: Yeah. Really well. He's a creeper.
2: He said, I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. Warner Brothers issued their own statement thanking Johnny for his work in the first two installments and saying the part will be recast. Fantastic Beasts will be in theaters in the summer of 2022. Hmm. Assuming we're in the theaters in the summer of 2022. Right, right.
1: So did you guys catch any of SNL on Saturday night with Dave Chappelle?
2: No, it's supposed to be really good though. My DVR only caught like... Maybe it caught the monologue and maybe two skits because I guess the game went late and then the news went yeah. late, so Everything I didn't see all of it. But I did see Chappelle. In the I monologue. saw,
1: yeah, I saw the opening, um, the op- with the uh, Biden accepting with Jim Carrey accepting the the uh, election win, and then Dave Chappelle in his in his monologue. And it was, you know, he hosted. I I didn't remember this, but he hosted the first post election episode. Uh, four years ago when President Trump won. Oh, he okay. did. Yeah. 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 And he referenced that. I mean, his monologue was 16 minutes long. Dang. Had plenty of his usual edgy humor, including jokes about Freddie Mercury getting AIDS and women only making half of what men do. And then he called poor white people the N-word, which is all just, you know, typical Dave Chappelle. But he ended it with a really serious message where he challenged Joe Biden supporters to be humble winners.
3: Yeah. I don't know why. I would implore he- everybody who's celebrating a day to remember, it's good to be a humble winner. Remember when I was here four years ago? Remember how bad that felt? Remember that half the country right now still feels that way. Remember, the life expectancy of white people is dropping because of heroin, because of suicide. All these white people out there that feel that anguish, that pain, that mad because they think nobody cares. And maybe they don't. Let me tell you something. I know how that feels. If you're a police officer, and every time you put your uniform on, you feel like you got a target on your back. You're appalled by the ingratitude that people have when you would risk your life to save them. Believe me, I know how that feels. Everyone knows how that feels. But here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. And I don't hate Anybody. I just hate that feeling. That's what I fight through. That's what I suggest you fight through. You got to find a way to live your life. You got to find a way to forgive each other. You got to find a way to find joy in your existence in spite of that feeling.
2: That's quite a monologue.
1: He, Yeah, he didn't. Am- it was pretty amazing, 16 I 16 minutes is yeah. a long time. It was pretty incredible. Yeah, it really was. He is an insightful
2: Dude. Suck me right like in. I like him. Yeah, yeah. He is. A lot. Smart guy. Yep. All right. Anything else, Jen?
1: That is it for now.
2: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.